0: This is Your Tech Report. For gadget news and reviews, click to
1: yourtechreport.com. Welcome back to Your Tech Report. We continue our CES coverage. Mitchell, I think this is going to happen for many, many weeks to come because there's so many different products and services. And one of those products is a company that was brought to my attention. The product was brought to my attention. And that product is called Raven from a company based in Ottawa. So close to home. I love Canadian stories. Of course Um, we do. On the line with us is their CEO, Russell. You're welcome to Your Tech Report, Russell. How are you feeling?
2: I'm feeling good, but a bit tired after five days of exhibits.
1: Well, I can imagine, <laughs> with all those people coming through, I mean, 2018 CES Innovation Award honoree, Raven. Tell us about this product.
2: Um, okay, so, yeah, certainly. Also, we won uh, two other awards since we've been here as well. Oh, wow. So, so, so this just, is even better. <laughs> better on yeah, yeah, we won Gearbrain as um, a choice award, and uh, yesterday we won PC Mag um, CES uh, Overall Winner Award.
1: Oh, very cool. Congratulations. Thank you. So, so tell our listeners, tell us about Raven. Tell us what it does, um, and, and because when I saw the videos, and I always saw the feature list, I'm like, okay, this is insane. This is something as a parent I want. This is something as a technophobe I want. This is what I want.
2: Yeah. Okay, so um, I'll give you a little bit of context. So um, a few years ago, I developed a, an IoT product called uh, Piper, which is a home security product that was self-installed, and it contains cameras and smart home controller. And uh, it was a, a groundbreaker. We won an innovation award at CES. Um, and, and my company eventually was acquired. And um, I became a part of a, a um, consumer development team in Redwood City, California. And, um, and that was a great experience. So when I left there, I decided to um, create something, an IoT sense, but in the car space. And uh, I, I, my daughter was actually was um, uh, going to school in Montreal. And uh, she left there uh, one day, and it was in a snowstorm. And her, she never charges her phone, and she she forgets to put gas in the car. And I you know, lost contact with her. And I'm like, oh my god, where is she? And um, it dawned on me, and it just it's just like a blinding flash. Why are cars so te- so dumb when it comes to connection? <laughs> and and it's you know and, and it's kind of obvious why, but it's because the car, car OEMs see it as being in terms of the cars. It's a car it's, that matters and the branding, the styling, you know, the, the, the competitive against other car manufacturers, they, they see car um, technology as, as being very much about the car. Well, in the IoT space, we see technology much more about things. So that's what we call the Internet of Things. So it's connecting, connecting things to your, in your life. It's about you being the central figure of connection, not the thing being the central figure. So this is, this is the sort of the genesis of developing Raven, is developing a technology that you put in your car, but it connects people primarily to your car. It has a lot of car stuff in it as well, but it's, that's the, 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 the metaphor that we went for when we designed it.
0: Russell, it's kind of brilliant because, as you said, nobody in this space is really doing this. I think the the, the main thought process is, well, once you're in the car, we will give you all the information you need. But like you said, if you have kids, if you want to be connected to that car when you are not in it, that's a device like raven that we've never seen before because it's sort of car centric when you're in the but i love the idea that you have remote access for information about the vehicle about the driver when you have a kid driving a car it really gives us something that we haven't had before
2: yeah we've been demonstrating it here and um because the, the, the internet access from lcs sucks because there's just so many hundreds <laughs> of thousands of people trying to do it um so we've been connecting to, to ravens remotely and I have colleagues in the office who um, one of them is, is his wife allowed us to, to, to connect to her Raven. And she drives around with the kids during the day doing stuff. And I, it blows people's minds that we, we, we put on the app and we turn the cameras on on Raven. And you can see inside the car. And it, and then, and they, it makes a noise. And the kids wave to us and that kind of stuff. And she kind of waves to us. She's getting annoyed after a while. And the last <laughs> time I did it, she stuck her tongue out at me. <laughs> um, but it's but it's so powerful, you know. This ability to step in and you know if you're if you're not with your family, you know you can see them. And not only that, it's like it's very really super addictive to see the front camera as they're driving around and seeing seeing how things are doing. Oh,
0: that first person view is awesome. And you know, you know, I, I had this conversation, Russell, with my own kids just yesterday saying, until you're a parent, you will never know what it's like to hand over a set of keys to you as a, as your kid, no matter what age. So to have this sort of interface, uh, I, I can't even imagine it's so invaluable
2: yeah it's and it's true and because i've had people say well you know we shouldn't we shouldn't be monitoring our children these ways you know and blah 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 and it but that's a very this is in my view is a very baby boomer eccentric thinking Kids oh yeah are so connected and so sharing so freely sharing their video like having another video source around them doesn't i don't even bat an eyelid and but for us as parents we have like okay who's in the car How are they driving? Are they speeding? (laughs) You know, blah, 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 you know. And Raven does this sort of background watching all the time. So if they slam the brakes on and uh, do something crazy in the car, you get told. You know, so uh, there's a precondition of using a car. You're going to, it's going to be responsible and I've got a, finally got a way to make sure you're being responsible.
1: So let's talk about some of the features that are built into Raven. We've got turn-by-turn GPS navigation, real-time road advice, road and weather conditions, uh, driving pattern data, fuel consumption, video monitoring inside and outside, security monitoring. Um, you can share images and videos, as you said, stream live to the camera, car diagnostics. I mean, all in a device that's, I wouldn't even know how to describe the size of it, but it's, it's smaller than a cell phone. It sits there in the center of the dash, and it just does it, does it physically connect to the car's data port? How does it gain, gain all the information it does about your vehicle?
2: Okay, so yeah, I, well, I'll just grab the product quickly. So it's, it's you're right, it's, it's very small and sleek. It, it's when you say it's like cell phone size or smaller cell phone, it, it is actually a cell phone. So what we did, then it's not a cell phone per se, but it's, we took, if you took it apart and put all the stuff on a table and took an Android phone apart, you'd see the same components. So it, it, has, um, so it has a Snapdragon, it has cameras and that kind of stuff. The, the system itself plugs into your, um, has a cable in it, kind of a thin cable, and it plugs into your um, diagnostic port, your ODB2 yep. port. Yep. And from that it gets telematics, but also it's always powered up. So it doesn't matter if the car's parked, the cameras can stream, um, and blah, blah, blah. And but because it's, a, it's it, the Snapdragon processor manages a Android phone battery levels and has a six different levels of battery, we, we actually repurposed that that functionality and made it monitor the car battery. So Raven never flattens your battery; it it it, it stays always on, but it never never uh, it actually degrades performance naturally. Okay, so it has um, two displays. So um, these displays, you know, when you're in the car, they show um, the telematics. Also, they're connected. They're connected to the internet, so they, they show like this current speed limit. Um, if you have turn-by-turn turn navigation, what it does is if you if you put your, your, your if you use Google Maps and put a destination in there, what you do what what the phone does is it it, uh, it speaks to you and tells you what the next turn navigation is. What Raven does is repeats that that next turn. So what you see in the Raven displays are um, like turn right in 300 meters, um, and then when the next one comes through, through, through Google Maps, it will show the next next change. So it's totally, so you don't have to look at your phone at all, you know, because when you do navigation through Google Maps, how many times do you, like, oh my God, what does she say? God, speak to me again, goddammit! it, speak to me, you know, but you're driving a car. <laughs> and so this system will actually have that in your eye level um, information. Now,
0: now you, um, mentioned, uh, you mentioned eye level. I just want to jump in real quick here, Russell, because one of the things, and I, and I know you're, you're going to tell us about this as well, the ergonomics of this, you really did this right because one of the main flaws with traditional head units and nav units in cars is that even though they're center in the console, they're still below eye level. You're taking your focus off of the road. With Raven, you're always going to be still focusing out toward where you can see the road.
2: Yes, yeah, exactly. So so um, And that's the way we, we saw that is, is that we... You, and you, you, you get used to not even looking at your dashboard anymore when you have a Raven in your car because you only need a few things, you know, really. I need to know what the speed is, I need to know what the speed limit is, and blah, blah, blah. And you don't really need to know much more than that. And, and so you end up just looking you know, at Ravens in your eye, field of view all the time. You really don't really need, need assets. That's all you need.
1: What's the expected release date for Raven? And, and will we need a month-to-month subscription? Is it the kind of thing that you guys have negotiated some, some better data deals for
2: us? Yeah. So the so we uh, we're manufacturing this um, in in Austin, Texas. So we're doing our best to make America great again. Um, <laughs> and uh, which is kind of unusual, you know, Canadian company manufacturing in, in, in the US. Um, and uh, so we start shipping the product in March. Uh, and um, and so the yeah. So in terms of pricing, it's two ninety nine, but there is a data plan. It starts at eight dollars a month. That's brilliant. Uh, we yeah so we we've we've negotiated with with T-Mobile as a provider and it was sort of T-Mobile SIM cards but we hope to i had to, I had a discussion with Bell Bell Canada um uh, yesterday and and we had a discussions with Verizon and a few others and it's, we what we hope to do is ha- actually have people uh, eventually take Raven and then use their own data plans that they have already existing with their service provider yeah just add it on as another device like you would a tablet or anything else it's brilliant yeah yeah, Brilliant. And The other thing, the other thing with Raven is because one of the things you see at CES is this massive battle between uh, Google Assistant yes. and uh, uh, Alexa, yes. uh, yeah. Amazon Alexa. Like, oh, my God, it's crazy here. <laughs> it's, the competition been between these two. And because we have an Android, uh, basically a packet, repackaged, repurposed Android uh, phone system, we have a choice of putting either one in our product. So we, in Q2, we'll be enabling that technology in our product as well.
1: Now, do you know which one you're going to be going with, or are you going to have to give the option of both?
2: I'm being coy right now. I know that. Oh, that yes, you we brought know, it know that. <laughs> We're going to find out who's easiest to work with because, because I love Google, but sometimes it's so... They're so massive and so difficult to work with and Amazon seems to be more nimble so I, I will see who, who, whoever we can easiest work with that's the person who, that's the company who we will, we'll be embedding in
1: well I look forward to finding the answer to that question and we'll leave our, we'll leave our listeners hanging in the wind wondering which one you will adopt and, and, and thank you for taking the time to join us we, we are, have been in touch with the PR company so we will hopefully get our chance to obviously get a review unit and check it out and do a great video for you guys but uh, good luck getting Absolutely. home and, uh, and thank you for taking the time to join us and thank you for being here on another edition of your tech report of course click to your tech on our youtube channel youtube.com slash your tech report thank you to raven thank you to intel and thank you to asus for joining us very cool stuff uh next week some very 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 cool stuff tcl ever hear of them they'll be on our show